The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Feel it coming in the air. Yeah. And the screams from everywhere. Yeah. I'm addicted to the thrill. I'm ready. It's a dangerous Stop. love affair. Can't be scared when it goes down. Got a problem, tell me Stop. now. Only thing that's on my mind is who goes this town tonight. Hey, welcome to the Formula Sports Talk Monday Live Show. 888-346-9144 is the number if you want to call in for the First two or three segments, Alex Clancy is not in the studio as of yet. Uh, he's grinding hard. We got Demery Lachey in. Uh, Demery, <laughs> you had a um, good weekend. You went to a yeah, wedding. Yeah, I had an eventful weekend. Uh, I left town about Thursday and feel like I've been living like a rock star ever since. On planes, <laughs> off planes, out of hotels, in hotels, planes to a car, car back to a plane. You Jet know. setting, exactly, man. Stuff. You know, eating on planes, little <laughs> cocktails on planes. You know, how was how was the wedding? Uh, the wedding was it was wonderful. It was beautiful. My best friend uh, Jeff Robinson who used to play ball at Xavier University. Uh, got married to a lovely Miss Brianna. Now she's a Robinson, and uh, the wedding was beautiful. It was at a park. Uh, it was outside though, which was very hot and muggy in the Midwest. Wait a minute, a wedding outside in Cincinnati? Yeah, somebody smart. <laughs> it was at a. It was nice setup. It was. It was set up real nice. But yeah, it was outside. It's what? What is? We're in uh, August right now. Exactly. Midwest. It was muggy. It was. They say it was the hottest day. That's not even the Midwest. That's like uh, north, right? No, it's Midwest. Cincinnati. Ohio. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. That's that's considered the Midwest. Yeah, that's like the I'm last bit. Last bit the edge before, of the, it. before the East Coast. I always thought it was uh north, northeast or something like that. Nah. Ohio. No, nah, it's, it's 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 Midwest. So you've been jet setting all weekend. You went to the game yesterday, though. Oh yeah, I went. Yeah, exactly. <clears throat> Came straight off the plane. Uh, went straight to the game out there in Glendale. Uh, saw the Cardinals get after a little bit. Saw Patrick Peterson and AJ Green matchup. That's what I wanted to catch. Yeah, really, that wasn't a um, wasn't a bad matchup. It wasn't. AJ AJ looked like he ready for the season. AJ's definitely ready. He I mean he was getting off the ball quick. Um, he caught Patrick you know um, sleeping a couple, a couple times. times. On, no no deep route, but um, just a couple like little quick hitter routes that Patrick was. I think in man to man, heels. he's not going to give up in the deep routes. That's why Patrick. That's why AJ yeah. Green was able to come back on those deep comebacks. Yeah, because he's not giving them. But you gotta, you gotta be able to watch watch those hips. And I was looking at the, uh, I didn't go, um, as you know. Yeah. Uh, but um, I was looking at the uh, secondary. I was looking at the corners more so. I gotta find out who the cornerback coach is. I know Todd Bowles does a great job as coordinator, but I gotta find out who the cornerback coach is because there's a lot of things <laughs> these guys do. I, I'm watching. I'm watching Patrick Peterson, who's arguably one of the top guys, uh, top five corners in the game. Right. And uh, he did, you know, just because he got a big contract doesn't mean you that you that guy. We've seen that. But he is that guy. He does a lot for that team and can do a lot for that team on both sides of the football. But I watch him come out of his breaks and immediately look at the quarterback. And, and 
guys with that type of talent are still doing that. When you come out of your break, you go straight to where the ball is going. Right. You're looking at the quarterback throw the ball, and then the next thing you're going to see is a receiver catch it. So you come, you come out of your break, and, I, and I've seen him do it a lot. I thought um, Cromarty, when he was on green, it looked like a better matchup. Yeah, it definitely did. Yeah. It looked like a way better matchup, but – some of the stuff that you start, if you're doing now in your young career, and well, this may be his sixth, what's this, his sixth year? Fifth, sixth year out of LSU? Uh, yeah, I think it's fourth, fourth year, fourth, fifth year. Yeah, I think this this might be his going his fifth year, so it's yeah. like a, he's still young. He's still got easily to play at a high level. He's playing that now, five more years, and then, you know, maybe he moved to safety or something like that. He's he's that type of guy. Yeah. But, I, you know, the 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 things he's doing – at corner with the talent he has, you know, some of that stuff is going to be exposed. And that's why A.J. Green was coming off the deep routes, coming off the deep comebacks and catching the ball. But, you know, like you said, he did, there was no deep routes thrown on him. Yeah. Man to man, that's not going to happen. But you can't come out of your break and look at the quarterback. And I, that's, just, no. that's just not going to I don't know. Yeah. I, and I don't know really know if it's like fatigue, really, that, set, that sets in. Because he, he was out there running around. He was making most of the tackles in the first half. Uh, every time – Cincinnati made a play. It was Patrick Peterson on the tackle every time. I'm like, man, this, yeah. this guy, he's working. I don't want my corner making that many tackles unless it's on his man. Unless yeah, we, but exactly. That defense. And they got to make up for a lot of uh, – they got to do a lot of disguising and uh, scheming because of a lot of injuries they've had, a couple of suspensions with Washington. Dansby's gone. Um, mm-hmm. uh, Carlos uh, – not Carlos, but um, the um, – Carlos Dansby, not Carlos Dansby, but uh, Darnell Darkett. Darnell Darkett, I couldn't yeah. think of his name. But Darkett, out for the season. The offense, I thought, had to step it up a little bit more. That offense didn't even look like they was no, clicking on all they looked, they, they did not click at all. Um, Carson Palmer was struggling. It looked like he was struggling. But, you know, on an interception, they say it was the receiver fault. It was Fitzgerald's fault. Yeah. They say on an interception, it was his fault. But he just didn't look like he had it. In, even after that. Even after like the, exactly. Even after an interception. Uh, it was well, it was like a t- before the two minute before uh, Cincinnati got the ball before the two minute drill in the first in half. The first half, yeah, they had that last be. drive where they could have put the game. You know, back in Jeffrey was making a drive. It was thirteen Fitzgerald, three. Yeah, Fitzgerald made a big third down ta- third down catch. Mm-hmm. They were moving the ball upfield, and then it just went blank again. I think John Brown lined up wrong. Uh, he had a penalty, yeah. um, but he made up for it later in the game with a big-time catch. Yeah, but that guy, that's the one they're looking for for some explosion on offense. This is the reason why Patrick Peterson no longer has to play offense because of guys like John Brown yeah, who has that explosion once they get the football yeah. in their hand. But you got to have somebody who can get the football to him. Yeah, because Carson, he was, he was struggling. It, was, and it wasn't even a counter pressure. I mean, I don't know if he wasn't going through all his checks. He definitely didn't hit a check down, man, all game, which yeah. – it's kind of awkward, you know. It's the third season. It's the third preseason game. This is that in the third preseason game. This is when you, this is the team you want to have your team pretty much put together. Now some guys going to be cut today to get down to seventy five. Mm-hmm. So that's thirteen Cardinals players that are probably going to be cut. And one one of the uh, intriguing um, cuts they're going to have to make, and they make they can make it probably take this one that I'm about to mention to the fourth preseason game, which was we played Thursday. And San Diego is the Jay Philly and the rookie kicker. Oh, and Jay Philly missed the forty-eight yard field goal. But you can't, you don't put, you don't punish a guy that hard in the first half of a football game for missing a forty-eight yard football game foot field goal. Mm-hmm. But now that takes that takes 
another like, another look when it's in the fourth quarter and you need that 48-yard field goal. Then you wonder who can perform under pressure, whether it be Jay Feely or the rookie punter, uh, kicker, field goal kicker that they have, who's who's been kicking well. But you watch these guys in practice, and I think Jay Feely is just that guy that you want on your team as far as putting the ball in the end zone, putting the ball between the uprights uh, in crucial moments, yeah, depending, especially with the conference these guys are playing in. It might be some three, six ball games, baseball score games, and it might come down to field goals. Yeah, I feel like you can trust more of Jay Feely. You know what you're going to get out of him, the rookie. Never been in that type of situations. Um, we'll love to see them try to keep him some type of way or – you know, find you, a way to keep him. You can hold. You can put him on practice squad, but somebody will probably pick him up. Yeah, but you can hold. They're a team with two and three kickers on their team. Punters, two field one One guy kicks off, one guy. And and where, the way to, they move the the yardage up on kickoffs, more so there's not a lot of returns, well, you might have a guy who can put it in, put it deep into the end zone where there's not a lot of returns. But yeah. then you have Jay Feely who kicked those pressure field goals. So you could keep, you could find a way to do it, but just maybe if you're gonna keep six receivers, which I think the Cardinals are, then three of those guys have to be legitimate special team guys. Yeah. But but know the offense. So when you come in, you got to know the X in a in a Z position. So when they come in. Yeah, and I don't know. They just they offensively, you can't rely on games like that if you're the Cardinals playing in this division. You can't have games where, you know, it's okay, we have mistakes, we'll move on from it. You can't do that at this time, especially on that offense. They have to come and perform. They got to show up for that defense. They got to keep that defense off the field as much as possible. I never liked offensive guys. Well, I never liked their, their demeanor, how they walk. Some some guys, it's others you got. And when I say this, having played defense most of the time, but some of them got that defensive mentality like, just give me the ball. If you're not going to do what you're supposed to do, just give me the ball. Some right. guys have that. Or, That's a defensive mentality. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, we, we, like the defensive mentality. If you didn't know, it's like we <laughs> got this. No, no, we got this covered. So I'm saying a guy on offense to say, Keyshawn Johnson, mm-hmm. give me the ball. He know he don't have. If you that guy and you you requested and you demanded the ball, then you are gonna do something with it. Then everybody else have to follow. I'm not gonna give you the ball all the time. Right. I'm just talking about the the mentality of. Of, of office guys that I know that I've been around. I just never liked them. I never liked mm-hmm. It was too passive, too passive. And not all of them because there were some guys who used to hang around us all the time that played offense, and you could tell those guys how they approached the game and how they – just film study, not just playing, but film study and how they went about practice that they wanted to win. Some guys yeah. just want to be there. <laughs> you played offense. You've seen it. You you, yeah, you seen mean, you seen some guys on your team that's I like have. how does this guy why does this guy don't step up he's supposed to be that guy yeah I definitely have seen that and I've gotten into you know many occasions where you just uh, and altercations where you just go at that guy like what are you doing out here why why are you even doing this and that but <laughs> it, what, what's bad about offense about uh, that's different about defense is you got to go with the uh, oh it's okay we'll all get back together next drive lose your head like don't worry about. Uh, I know defensively you got to change that mindset quick because that next play is coming quick, right. and especially with these no-huddle offenses nowadays. Defense, you know, you, you have that ego of, all right, all right, watch this, watch this. this. Like, you just line up in a position and do your job. And with offense, it's like it's not really like you got to do your job, but everyone else, the whole play works as a unit, and it starts with the quarterback position. So if the quarterback's not really mentally st- – tough and not really getting in guys' faces and 
then you'll see that drag out into the whole offense where everything is, oh, it's okay. We'll get it next drive. Yeah. A, a good receiver has to know the defense like the quarterback knows the defense. Oh, definitely. No Especially question. for the hot routes and stuff like that. If no you, question. You can't tell by watching film or, and how they line up on game day that this guy's about to blitz. My quarterback might not have this much time, so I got to be ready for the hot route. No question. That's when. That's the mentality I'm talking about of a guy who – and that might not be a defense. This is a, guy who, a smart guy who understands the game. No question. You gotta you gotta see the coverage, um, especially at a receiver. I was one of those smart receivers where you can you can see the coverage happening. You can see them um, going from a cover two look, dropping back to a cover three scheme. You can mm-hmm. see that safety drop. Quarterback don't see that. He see the preview of the play. He see where they're lined up. As soon as the ball get hiked, that defense move quick. Yeah, he's dropping down quick. Being exactly. Where he's supposed to be. So he's just reading that safety. By the time he looks back up, but as a receiver and the running back, you gotta look and see. Okay. What what is this guy? What's his techniques in cover two? What is his techniques in cover three? You got to catch up on that quick. Who did you pick for the uh, NFC West? Because the Cardinals, uh, the, the third the third preseason game didn't look like no that was that's the team you want to take a step into back. the season. They definitely took a step back. Yeah. And but, I, and I know you blew Houston out, but Houston Houston will be a better team than they showed here in Arizona. Yeah. Um And I know you're blowing them out, but there there was a step back. Then you went to um, you play Houston. Who was that? Um, play Houston at home. Who did they just play last week? I can't even – you got the schedule right there? But then they played Cincinnati, and this is the third preseason game. This is this game where you play most of your starters for a, a long period of time. It's a great test because Cincinnati's a playoff team too. Yeah, so, but they, they won't win in the playoff, but they'll get there. Marvin Lewis, yeah. Marvin Lewis, 12th season in the NFL. This guy haven't won a playoff game yet. With the teams he had, he should have been to the Super Bowl. No and question. when when he had Carson Palmer, that was a Super Bowl team until he got hurt. Pittsburgh put him out on that play. Yeah. I don't know if you remember that game, but yeah, Cincinnati Pittsburgh game when Carson Palmer got hurt, tore his knee up. I think it was ACL. Um from there That broke was, that team apart. Yeah. Because they had to let guys go and they made some trades. And Carson Palmer hit a, a high salary cap. Exactly. But so. um yeah, that Marvin, Marvin Lewis in his twelve years there. As a head coach, I'm not saying he shouldn't be a, a coach in the league because he knows his stuff. But as a head coach, I there are a lot of guys that would, could just do to do that. I think man, you can go over there and coach that team and, and get in the playoffs with the talent you have. Mm-hmm. But I don't know the verbiage he he's uh, getting across to them that they understand. See, you can talk to somebody and they understand what it is, but then everybody tense up at the wrong time. And maybe in the playoffs, you are playing another team that deserves to be there, so that team might just be as as good as you are, and they find a way to win in the fourth quarter. So that could be his reasons for twelve years. Yeah, they just—he just needs to find. I don't know what else you can do. I'm—I was surprised they even brought him back, honestly, <laughs> to this season. But uh, he hasn't some, won a playoff game, like you said. Like he hasn't won in the playoffs. There's so. some times though when you think, what else is out there? Like Marvin Lewis, the head coach, he understands this. If we bring another coach, we literally, we really take a step back. But what other coaches out there that can? come in and take this team that's ready, that's a playoff team that's ready to go to the next level or deeper in the playoffs so you feel it. And then the next year, man, we got a chance to win this. We got all our guys together. Front office has a lot to do with it also. Sam Bradford tears his ACL for the second year in a row. He's going to miss the 2014 season. Um, That's the reports out right now. I saw the play. I don't know how. I mean, it could be a freak incident, but – I don't know how he was able to tear his ACL on that player alone. It it must have. It had it had to happen before. Before that. it had it to had happen to, before yeah. because when he and that's what I thought. I say because I watched it about ten times. I was like how how did he tear his ACL? And, and the guy let him go. 
he but he ended up falling to the ground later. It's like a, as an after effect, mm-hmm. and then, but you could see his face, and his face did look like he knew that feeling. He yeah. knew that he knew that pain. That that was the ACL. Definitely. Have Have you ever seen a person tear the ACL and see them walk, like a play later? Yeah. Because I had numerous, you know, teammates who they were they would. They'll have a torn ACL, but uh-huh. the next play, they're walking out the field. They're like, man, my knee hurts. Uh-huh. As soon as they take an awkward step, they oh. go straight down. Straight to the ground. Like somebody straight a sniper pain. shot Exactly. Them. Yeah. And so I think, like you, like we were saying, th- that had to happen plays before that. He's out for the season. And, and they just – they didn't have to. He was on his rookie contract. They didn't have to honor that option year, that rookie contract. And, and they honored it. And I think he – well, it might be like nine, six, six to nine million dollars. Six two nine, not sixty nine, but six two nine million dollars that they picked up yeah. in his rookie contract because he was the last one to get the the fifty guaranteed fifty million dollars, yeah. a deal with a sixty million dollar deal, something like that, or guaranteed forty eight million dollars. And Sam Bradford, unfortunately, is out for the year, a second year. Now I think what was it, Sean Hill, the backup quarterback over mm-hmm. there, and he's going to have to. He played well. I thought Sean Hill played well. I thought if you got Sam Bradford back, who's smart, uh, intelligent guy. On the football field, if you got Sean Hill, then you had a good backup. And I always say you have to have pay your backup a good backup, like he's a starter. That way you have him around. Now I want to see what Jeff Fisher, you know, what what is he what is he going to do as far as the quarterback position? I know it has to be Sean Hill going into the this late in the preseason, going into the season with another two weeks left, one more game, and then you go into the regular season. Uh, but for Fisher, he's going to have to. I don't know who the, even the third string guy was. But he was gonna hold a clipboard anyway. Yeah, well, Sean Hill. He, he played last year. Yeah, he was. When, he played when, well last year. And he year. played pretty well. And with some of the offensive weapons that um, that the Rams have around the quarterback position, I mean they they got talent. Um, Stebbin Bailey. He's not even a starter, but he he put up what over like six hundred receiving yards last year. Five touchdowns as a rookie. Yeah. Then you got Tavon Austin coming back, which he's the. I think he, I still think he's the most explosive player. In the game. Waiting to happen in the game. Yeah, let's well, let's come back. Let's take a break and we come back. We'll talk about that because he's Bradford and everything he has around him. Bradford, oh, he's due a lot of money. Trouble. Yeah. Quam Live Sports Talk. We got Jimmy Lachey. We'll take a quick break. We'll be right back. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Tune in to the Voice America Variety Channel on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Voice America Variety broadcasts a diverse array of topics, reaching a global community. Our experts come from all walks of life, and the topics they discuss are everything from current events, arts and entertainment, leadership, parenting, relationships, self-improvement, career advice, and a variety of other topics. Check us out today. You're sure to find something of interest. Voice America Variety. Talk on today's hot topics. Sports and medicine go hand in hand. 
Quite simply, if you aren't up to your game health-wise, you won't be up to your game on the field. That's where Bruce the Sports Doc comes in. Dr. Bruce Grossinger uses his medical training and experience to bring you a link between sports and medicine. From the latest advances and treatments to discussion behind the injuries of the week, Bruce the Sports Doc and his team of guest experts are here each week to lay it on the line in terms that you can understand. Tune in every Tuesday at 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Channel. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Get away Hey, welcome back to the Formula Sports Talk. 888-346-9144 is the number if you want to call in. Great music selection, Jay. Um, you know something about that? I know a little something about the West Side Story. I keep forgetting you. Let me, I, know, let me, I know a little bit about the West Side Story. <laughs> the, um, you know who I'm tired of before we get back to Sam Bradford? What's that? And the St. Louis Rams. Who? It's Robert Griffin. Oh, I'm goodness. tired of him. He looked terrible. He looked terrible. Then, he, then speaking of married, he did, I think he just he married Rebecca uh, Lidicote, His I've seen him at the um, API. Well, EXO is EXO now out there in Phoenix. Um, mm-hmm. But he, um, man, I, I, man, I was just expecting so much. And the season hasn't even started yet. So this this would be his third year. All right. He has to be playing better than this. Way better. And to mess up a team, to mess up a team with a great, pretty good defense. I think the Washington Redskins defense is it'll hold up in the NFC East. It'll hold up against the Giants. It'll hold up against Philadelphia if you're doing your part as the quarterback and keeping your off your defense off the field um, a little bit more this year than you did last year. But the way he looked, what is Kirk Cousins? Yeah, Kirk Cousins he the should backup. be the starter. Ain't no backup. He. Well, he, he's, well he's, he, he's yeah, he ain't the starter, but yeah, so I hear you. But he should be playing. He's not even given a chance to even say this is an open competing job. I haven't heard that at all. Just because you draft somebody <laughs> in the first round, don't mean they the starter. I've seen <laughs> I've seen first rounders get cut as soon as I stepped. When I came to the Cardinals, they, they was cutting first rounders. Man, Trent Richardson, yeah. <laughs> he needs to get cut. Trent Richardson, nah, yeah, because he yeah he stay at the line of scrimmage, man. But <laughs> back to RG three, yeah, he definitely. I don't know what it is. Like I don't. I don't know if it's too much for him. Is it? Is is it his knees? He's not getting the right drive with his leg. Is trying to, it trying to please everybody? That's gonna drive you crazy, man. Trust I me, I, I try that shit. It drives you crazy. <laughs> yeah, he de- I don't know. It's it's tough out. Like I don't know. Like he has the weapons. It, their offense. They have a whole new coaching staff. It might be the whole new playbook he's getting used to. Uh, the scheme of things, but he's not playing. Great NFL starting quarterback football right now. Kirk Cousins is definitely understanding the offense. Mm-hmm. He's definitely understanding the hit points. The and he's not even out there with the starters. He's playing with the backup. Yeah, I think he played one series with um, with Deshaun Jackson and Garcon. But I mean, he, he this would have been a game where he should have been with the first team, even splitting that time. Because RG three yeah. just is like he wasn't there. All right, well, nobody picked them because I got. I think I picked Philadelphia. <laughs> To come out of yeah, the I NFC picked Philadelphia East. too. To come out, you changing your. Um, I thought you picked the Giants. I never picked the Giants. <laughs> I would never. 
never. Alex picked. I think who Alex picked? Dallas Cowboys? No. <laughs> he, he did. He picked Washington. He oh yeah, he, he sure did. He he picked Washington. He said Kirk Cousins is gonna be in by week three. Oh, well, then he might be he might be on to something, but they'll be zero three by then. <laughs> Sam Bradford, Rams quarterback Sam Bradford is out for the season. That's what the MRI shows. A tear uh, left in the ACL. It's hard out here for a Stafford man. His Stafford. <laughs> it's hard out here because it, it, it's his contract year coming up. But they could have signed him last year. Sam Bradford. Sam Bradford. Uh-oh. I'm sorry. Yeah, Sam Bradford. They could have signed Sam Bradford last year. Uh-huh. Uh huh. But. Because of the injury, they picked up his um. Co- they picked up that contract. Did they? I yeah. don't think they did. I thought he's still playing for this. Rams uh, quarterback Sam Bradford has a sixteen point eight five million dollar cap number for mm. twenty fifteen, and will be due twelve point nine eight five million dollars in cash. Uh, the team will have to make a decision on. That's why I say this. They got to make a decision. That's what it is. This, okay. Yeah. This this um, AC, ACL tear. He might not be playing in St. Louis Rams uniform again. They're gonna, have, they're gonna have to make a decision and let them go. That was it. What that was a number one overall pick, Bradford, two, three years pick, ago, two thousand ten. And they say he never lived up to the hype coming out of uh, Oklahoma. He was at Oklahoma. He played right? great. Yeah, at he Oklahoma. went to Oklahoma. He played great his rookie year with nothing. But he didn't have with nothing in St. Louis. Line. He yeah. had nothing he in had St. No Louis. No offensive line for two years. Yep. And then once they start getting talent around them and. Guys really want who knows the game of football. He goes down. See, I thought he right. I thought he was going to be okay this year with the talent he has. Definitely, now. definitely. Yeah, I thought he, he was a receiver core that can, that can compare it against a lot of receivers around his league. Yeah, no question. And it, it's 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 sad out to see um, two back to back ACL surge or ACL tears. If this one is, but well, they ain't making no rules for him like yeah. they did for Tom Brady. What's the Bradford rule? <laughs> Tom Brady went down with a tear out for the year. That team still went eleven and five, didn't make the playoffs. Um, Matt Castle came in. Yeah, but Brady but they had won a defense, Super Bowls though. before that. Huh, as yeah, well. I know, but um, <laughs> it's true. But the um, the um, rule came into place when a defensive line was on the ground reaching for Tom Brady's last. Now it became the Brady rule. You can't do that anymore. Then now you can't play football. We might as well play flag football. <laughs> you can't touch. You can't touch anybody <laughs> any, anymore. Now I, I I definitely I definitely understand making the game safer for for those, but that rule right there never made sense to me. Yeah, especially with momentum coming from defensive players either blitzing or the D lineman. It's I mean your job is to distract the quarterback if you can't get to him. Your job is to put a hand in his face and uh, get a hand on the or a hand on the leg, hand on the ankle, and it's it's definitely tough. Um, on defensive players, especially going going for the quarterback position, going for those sacks where you got to get paid off of to pay to get get sacks and tackles and tackles for loss, and you get fined for it by just. Well, I mean, at least he's not taking the breaking the guy's arm or shoulder off. I mean, he's going for the leg. He's going for yeah. just distracting his face, his vision. That's what you want out of a defensive line. I don't understand that penalty as well, but I um. I worked out uh, DJ Swinger, Swing Swinger, what's his name? Swinger. He went to Georgia. I worked him out at um, AP at EXO, and um, he had a big hit last year. Well, when the when he was just throwing flags and, th- and giving out fines, mm-hmm. he said, "Well, you leave me no other choice but to go low." So he went low and put a guy out for the season, tore his knee up. Uh, the other day, he hit the um, he hit. 
they were playing the Denver Broncos. He hit uh, what's the receiver? Oh, Wes Welker. Wes Welker. Yeah. Wes oh, Welker. that was that guy. Yeah. Oh DJ. wow, I seen that. But he, he had nothing else he could do though. Right. That was ta- that was the uh, Peyton Manning's fault for sh- leading him out there. Now you're supposed to lead him out there as a quarterback. You're supposed to lead him out there so he can keep running. But you didn't see it wasn't just DJ around him. It was also other other guys in Houston around this guy. Yeah. And. I don't. I don't think he should be fine for the hit he got. Uh, Wells Welker had the concussion. I think it's his third concussion, if I'm not mistaken. But he was out. And that's where the fine comes from. Yeah, but that was you, you, the symptom of the concussion afterwards. See, I, the I, aftermath. Uh huh. I think if it wasn't a concussion, he probably did. it'd be a 15 yard penalty. Exactly. But it's the it's the intent. If DJ intent, and you can see that if you got some football guys, some football, uh, what is it? Uh, knowledgeable guys in that front office who's watching these film, if you can make the call from the NFL headquarters on penalties and decisions during the game, then you can put some football guys around you. You can put some football guys who watch the game and know the intent on certain plays. So I always think it's the intent of the defensive back or the the receiver or what they're trying to do, whomever's being tackled. I didn't think that I saw the intent of DJ trying to take him out trying to go head-to-head collision. No. It was more so over the shoulder. And this is how I, and why I got fined. For the same thing, West Walker saw DJ coming at the last second and he ducked his head. Well, DJ was already intent, intentionally trying to go right at his chest, yeah. right in the middle of his chest. So when you duck your head, of course we're going to hit the helmet to helmet. So I don't think he should be fined on that because I didn't see that intent. He had already had a destination on where he was going to hit this guy. And that's where a lot of those hits, those bigger hits that you see come from because the defensive player, they put their head down, they put their shoulder out first, which they're supposed to do, and they don't see a receiver uh, starting to duck down, starting to duck their head. Um, the NFL needs to take more look at that as well. Like, the, the, if you're going to protect these guys from getting, um, what, just James? getting hit from the chest up, uh-huh. you got to see the way they're putting themselves in their position. Of they can't protect themselves by throwing their head down when the guy's coming for your coming for your chest area. Right, he's you can't throw, throw your neck into the into a uh, chest area. Or when the defensive player is coming for your chest, you can't put your head down towards your chest. It's open, and then then you, the defensive player has to suffer for that and gets fined. A hundred thousand. James Harris got fined a hundred thousand. Receive on a drag route. That's the play that's usually open. But when you in a zone defense as Pittsburgh was a blitz, a zone blitz de- defense. Where most times you see James come, so you think that's opening. He drops back, receiver coming across the field shallow, knocks him out. But this re- the receiver ducks his head. James get a helmet to helmet. But this one they were starting to find him anyway. <laughs> yeah. They were starting to find this guy anyway. Tiger Woods part of uh, he parts with his swing coach man Sean Foley after four years. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to figure out what to say about this. So he had to start all. All over again with somebody else. With somebody a whole else, new swing coach. Right. Somebody else going, I think a great swing coach takes what you have and make it better, not change where well, you need to be hitting this way. You takes what you have where you're hitting it consistently and consistently a 96% or more. You're hitting it the way you hit it, but you hit it consistently where you want that ball to go. Exactly. You just got to figure out a way. I mean, it's just like a coach telling, teaching you tackle technique or – um, coverage techniques. Right. You just got to find a way. You might not get it. You might not understand it um, through each tournament, but you got to find a way with this new 
the form Tiger Woods in this new Tiger Woods era. You got to find a way of to work with working with that swing coach and understanding where he's coming from. I mean, y'all been at it for four years. Why now? Yeah. Why not two years ago when all this? Well, I tell you, I tell you why. Um, and it's just like anything else. But because he was winning. No. Well, why he uh, <laughs> why he part ways with Sean Foley? Yeah. Because for four years he didn't win a major. But see, I don't think Sean had anything to do with that. Because for in that four years, wasn't he having uh, like a family issue? Yeah, like a, a, a personal issue. So I don't think Sean had. Sean can't overcome that. He can overcome what you need to be done on the, on the golf course or on a driving range. He can overcome those things, but I don't think he can overcome Tiger Woods' personal I- issues. Uh, so that, but in the four years, they didn't win any majors. But he, Tiger Woods, did win five championships. I was, about five to say, he was winning championships. Yeah. He, was, he was. I mean, that's. I think when it comes down to majors, is definitely it's your mental toughness is more uh mental challenge for you as a golfer especially for tiger i mean it's it's up to you when it comes on the greens your coach is not playing for you he's giving you your techniques same techniques that you won championships with obviously tiger woods yeah he should let me caddy for him (laughs) he don't need you he needs me because i'm gonna say some stuff to him you know how you he's gonna say need something? a back injury. He's gonna need a back surgery. He's gonna need another he knee need surgery. Me. No, he don't need you. He, no, he. he <laughs> I'm gonna say some. It's it's all how you talk. It's all it's all what you say. It's all what you say. And if people can't get that and and how you say it, then they don't know who you are. That's sure. my. Just, I'm gonna live and die with that. I'm gonna probably die with that. If you don't know who I am and when I say something, and you can't get the meaning behind it or the meaning in front of it. Right. Then I can say some stuff to Tiger Woods. Then he gonna look at me like I'm crazy and look at me like you ain't, you don't have 14 majors. I said, yeah, but I know how to win. True. Tiger know how to win too. Now at a high level, he knows how to win. I don't have a Super Bowl like he have Masters, uh, PGA championships, um, what's the U.S. Open, British Opens. But I, I know how to get across. I can say something to him where it's like, come on, what's yeah, something done. that you can say? <laughs> I can't say it on air. I just let one cuss word slip out just now. Yeah. I can't say it on air. <laughs> no, um, it, it, it's not. It won't, it won't even be all that foul. It won't even be all that. Of course yeah. it would. I would. No, no, it wouldn't be that foul. I'm like, man, what you, you you can find somebody else to carry the bag. You don't play like this. <laughs> carry your own bag. Yeah, you carry your own bag. I quit. <laughs> I quit now. Now who wants to carry Tiger Woods bag? It'd be like ten cup. Oh, I'll do it. <laughs> find a little sellout, but exactly. I'll do it. Um, no, he needs to um, to be relevant again. He better find somebody. It just you know, break down, go back to what. Uh, I don't even know if he can go to his old Butch Harmon and uh, those other guys. What was the other guy name? His um, uh, he did, he used to do a show every every week on the Golf Channel, but I don't even know if he can go back to those guys because they. No way. No, they they said so much stuff like they created Tiger Woods. Yeah, Man, his exactly. dad. You, you wanna, <laughs> the only thing that helped Tiger Woods his dad come back, physically come back. But I know his dad's yeah. always there. But physically, right. That's when that happened. Tiger Woods was all done. Well, at least uh, Foley was it Foley. Sean Foley. Sean Foley's resume <laughs> looking pretty nice right now. Yeah, he, he, it's it's some it's some young guys in the golf game right now who could pick who could use a Sean Foley who could take their game to the next level. That's true. Some guys Strickler. Uh, who who can need that extra little push some from guys, a swing coach? Yeah, it's some guys. Sean had some other guys also. It's not like right, right. But Tiger right. was but Tiger was the main. Yeah, his biggest client. Exactly. And it would. Well, I don't. I don't even know how they had that conversation. Uh, Tiger Woods, because Tiger Woods put it on his uh, web page. 
you know, go to the Tiger Woods webpage. He put it mm-hmm. on his webpage, and I, I, well, I know it wasn't like Sean found out that way. They had to talk about it. Um, they probably split up. Um, you know, they both agreed that it's time for both of them to move on. It wasn't just Tiger Woods because he's a big story. He's he's Tiger Woods. It wasn't like Tiger Woods fired him. It's like well, we agree. Yeah, that we should move on, and people just read into it a different way. So now, but I'm sure he has other other golfers that he can uh, train and teach. Can you believe Suge Knight still getting shot in clubs? Suge Knight got shot in the club. Man, yes, this guy's he's like a cat. He got two cats. He got 18 lives. <laughs> death row. He does. Uh, death, death row record found a shot uh, at a Chris Brown pre VMA party. Who? who who still? What is it? The, they need to need band rap. Band no rap, way. Band rap music. No you band. Bands. Yes, you can. You can stop buying it. Band and downloading it because that's make a lot of. They nobody buy that stuff anymore. You you get it from downloads. And but all it's that not stuff. even gangster rap anymore. It's, it's it's crazy rap. It's more. Yeah, it's more. Just, go back I got to this, I got Sugar that. Hill Gang. Go back to Diggable Planets and all that stuff. You won't bore them, but go back to <laughs> that type of rap. Go back to the eighties rap. Definitely. What you mean, definitely? You been born to the nineties? Okay, they play the same music still <laughs> to this day. Music they play doesn't the, stop. The record still plays. They, play play. they sample the same music. They don't play the same music. They sample the beats and all that. Okay, I'm saying like you will still hear um, Sugar Hill in the game. You'll still hear uh, LL Cool J. You'll still First hear all, '80s rappers. You'll hear <laughs> who I say Sugar Hill in the game. And the game. <laughs> <laughs> First of all, it ain't Sugar Hill and the game. <laughs> What what do you listen to? Oh man, I'm a big I'm a big Kendrick Lamar, J. Mm. Cole, Jay Z, of course. So you can don't all that um negative stuff. I'm saying that because No, it's not negative. Kids, huh? It's not negative. Really? Not, not all of it's negative. what part of it's not? When it before when the music come on? <laughs> Which part of it is not? Because when they're going through, the, when they're telling their story, because it's, um, when they're going through their story. Now that's what they, I, they're I, storytelling. Honestly, that's it's what so, I like about the music. Exactly, the storytelling, the how story they put this stuff together. Yeah, there's, there's storytelling issues. The way they go through life, I relate to my life. Any like you know, depending on the artist that you like to listen to, you can put that in your lifestyle. Like, okay, I can do this. Some guys, you're right. They go off the record. They go. Too far, <laughs> like yeah. nobody lives their life that way. You don't even live. Stop lying. To but these I'm kids. saying that, yeah, exactly, exactly. So I'm, <laughs> I'm saying the music though, and now we're talking about a death row artist, a founder of death row, Suge Knight, gets shots in Russia to and nightclub. That's crazy. Yeah, how is he, he still over music? Because he still think he the boss. Bosses get shot. They either respect you or fear you, and want <laughs> either either uh, either way, they got to get rid of you. True. Yeah. I'll take a quick break. Plus, I got to use the bathroom. Um, All right. I'm not supposed to talk. I'm going to come back and we're going to talk about my new golf club. We were talking Tiger Woods, but I'm going <laughs> to talk about my new golf club. I got some new golf clubs. Man. Yeah, I seen them yesterday. Oh, they cold, man. I seen them. All right, we'll take a quick break. We'll be right back. Get the news on our shows and other happenings by following us on Twitter. Find us at VoiceAmericaTRN or Twitter.com forward slash VoiceAmericaTRN. 
If you think you've seen online TV before, let us surprise you. VoiceAmerica.tv is online now. The leader in live Internet talk radio has done it again. Multiple channels, a state-of-the-art viewing experience, live and on-demand programs streaming 24 hours a day. It's exactly what you want, when you want it. VoiceAmerica.tv. From health and wellness to business, sports, and everything in between, discover our new world. Visit VoiceAmerica.tv now and experience the future of online television. VoiceAmerica.tv. Follow the Voice America Talk Radio Network on Twitter. We're at Voice America TRN. You'll get the latest fix on what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and general happenings that you should know about at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Now you don't have to miss anything when you're away from your home or office. Just go to twitter.com forward slash Voice America TRN or follow along with us at Voice America TRN, the Voice America Talk Radio Network. We're on the cutting edge of social media. Can you keep up? It's time to let the ladies do some sports talking around here. The sports girls take over the Voice America Sports Channel every Monday for The Inside Score. Beth Silverberg, Chin Chin Ong, and Stacey DeBerry are here to showcase the athletes, the coaches, and the foundations that change lives. In addition, we'll have a ton of regular features and a featured guest sports girl every week. You'll hear the stories you need to hear from the people that make the difference. The Inside Score is heard every Monday at 7 p.m. Eastern or Pacific on the Voice America Sports Channel. Are you ready to talk sports with a passion? Get ready for Cheap Shots with Luther Broughton and Micah Warren. We'll start off with the NFL pretty much always, but the talk moves along from there. We'll talk about the events of the week, opinions from the big names, and predictions of what's to come. Plus, we'll get to hear from you, the ultimate fan. Don't let the name of the show fool you. We're in it for the good stuff. Cheap Shots can be heard live every Tuesday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 4 p.m. Pacific on Voice America Sports. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. Hey, welcome back to the Kwame Lasha Sports Talk last segment. Demery Lachey is in the studio. That's music right there. Yeah, it is. That's real music. That's music right there. That ain't nobody gonna get. That's nobody gonna kill themselves over that. No kid gonna take that the wrong way. True. Mm. What gets me is like these R and B artists. Real quick on music, mm-hmm. these R and B artists are tough nowadays. <laughs> like these are like the toughest guys in the industry now. Look at look at the guys who's going to jail now. You got the Chris Browns, these August Alcina guys, Trey Songs. Like th- these guys, these are the tough guys in the club. The mm-hmm. tough guys uh, going out. They're tougher than the rappers. That's Trey Songs trying to be tough. He's from Virginia, so I don't know. I guess it's in him. But so Chris Brown's from Virginia too, right? Yeah, yeah. He's from Virginia. He's a clown. He's from Tabernacle somewhere. I don't know. He was <laughs> up, up. Yeah, he's a clown. Is what he is. Yeah, it's, but you, you're an R&B, and but I can't put Drake in that category because Drake does rap. And but Drake hear. falls into both. He's yeah. like LL Cool J, kind of like style. You can go. You well, seen LL come with the rap at first? And I ain't never seen him sing no ballads though. I ain't never heard all you know, of it. LL never went that far with it, but he, I've seen that. I mean, LL that I know of, I mean, I Need Love. <laughs> That's kind of like a Drake formation to the way I'm thinking. Yeah, but I know music is different. Yeah, you it's, shouldn't be getting shot over the, in the club over some stuff. 
All right, man. Let's let's talk about let's talk about these new clubs I got. <laughs> he power built. They sent me some clubs, the Air Force Ones. These things are off the chain. It's like I've never had a three iron in my bag. Yeah, never. And I played yesterday. Wilson B hooked me up over at the foothills, but I played yesterday, and that three iron consistently two fifty. I'm different. <laughs> I'm different. What's that song? And don't get song. I'm different. Yeah, I'm different. But that 250 off the club, I never had. I mean, consistently, and it was down the middle of the fairway, except for one it time. It changed your golf life up, didn't it? Yeah, because I never had a three iron. I, I wouldn't put a three iron in my hand because I hit right, blades right. and these things. And he told me that somehow the he said you might not like the look because they don't look like the blades, but they'd be okay. And they make it a new set coming at the, later on in the year mm-hmm. that has a blade. So I'm like, I'm gonna do a combo set. But really, I wouldn't change that three iron. I, I said three with a three iron. It was yeah, a three iron. Yeah, three, three iron. iron. Yeah, the three iron. That thing was different, man. I didn't even have to hit all the clubs. Some of them still got paper on wrappers around the the, the uh, head of them. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know. You you never been on a golf course? No, I, I I still haven't. Not yet. I don't know what to do with my clubs though. I just got two new wedges on my other set, mm-hmm. and I bought a driver about three months ago. And they just came and got you this new set. Yes, and, they, and I a was whole up, new. I was on the air with um um with, with uh, Kirk Blakeney on his uh, Saturday morning show, mm-hmm. and um the guy just happened to be there, and they said they were gonna send me a driver. He sent me a driver. Driver was off the chain. I'm still I'm still hitting with that. Three. I'm what I'm hitting on three twenty something off the tee box with my driver, and then the um he came on the head. One of the head guys came on and said, "Well, you know what." Let's send. We're gonna make you some club. I say cool. <laughs> now I want everything they make because it was, it was that is that it was, good. I'm gonna, yeah. I'm gonna email them today. I want everything they make now. But I'm gonna be on the I'm gonna be on the uh, Rockin' Minute show today at, from four at four thirty two. I'm trying to figure out should I go into the studio and call. I like being in the studio. Well, they do it at Right Toyota, the Rockin' Minute. So they'll be at four thirty two today. Nice. But I gotta move around. I gotta get all this paperwork done for people who want the uh, for my for my event August twenty ninth. Yeah, your event coming up. Yeah. Is that Friday? Friday, man. August twenty ninth. Already. Mm-hmm. I, I'm glad. Get it in. <laughs> get it done. We can help some people out with the sickle cell. I'm about to do a sickle cell challenge and see if everybody fall. Uh, and it ain't gonna be. No, it's not gonna be any gimmicky crap. It's gonna be. Uh, you're not gonna have to dump ice on your head because sickle cell patients can't do. Cold water. They can't yeah. change their temperature drastically like that. Right. Uh, but you know what? With the ALS, you still can donate. You yeah. still can go out there and donate. You don't have to dump the water on your head, but you can still donate, which is uh, for a good cause. It's a nervous system uh, malfunction. I got challenged to do the ALS I yesterday. I got challenged by five, ten people. I still haven't done I got to do it today. 24 hours? Uh, yeah, I got to So you believe hours. that? You got 24 I mean, it, hours to do it? It's just for what? the cause. I, I understand. No, the well, cause I don't is understand. Great. Yeah, the cause is great, and I understand, you know, what ALS um, – uh, you know, you know who's who's had who's done with that Luke, in their bodies. Yeah, with Luke Garrick's disease, I understand. So, I mean, it's just the whole formality of just doing it, um, doing it for the cause. Like, I would dump ice cold water on my body for you know to show you all. Like, this is my respect to you, mm-hmm. and I'll even donate the money as well. So, don't you still have to donate the money? I it's either I, or, but a lot of a lot of a uh, lot of. I thought. Nah. See, if I would, if I was going to do that. Dump mm-hmm. ice. I think you still donate. Yeah. If you yeah, don't do you it, if you don't do it, you donate a hundred dollars. If right. you do it, you don't. You, if you pour the ice on your head, dump the ice on your head, uh, ice water 
on your head, but I thought it was $10. No, I Even think... Even I think you had to donate something either way. Ice bucket challenge. Who wants to... <laughs> who? Why would you get out... Don't, if it's a great cause and you're doing it for the cause, why wouldn't you still donate $10? Just think about... Yeah, I think, I think more people have, would just donate it anyway. Yeah, see, I'm about to change my uh, all my social media up, and the only people going to have up there are people that donate to my foundation. Like, if, if everybody donated a dollar, the foundation would be fine. Oh, yeah, definitely. I don't get paid. I don't pay myself. I, I wish I did, but I don't. Mm-hmm. Um, but you got a bunch of these. They, they will dump some water on their head for something else that don't affect them. But I understand the cause, but I thought you still donated once you put the ice on your head. No. Nah, it was I, either $10 in a bucket of ice or $100. It might be it might be ten dollars. I got um, I don't know, man. But I, got, I, was, I, got, I, was, I had planned on doing both, so I you gotta want me, get it done you, today. You want me to uh, pour the water on your head? And as long as I get you back, no, I'm not gonna do it. You Just have to if I'm doing it. If I pick you, you have to do it. Says, says, it says who? the ALS <laughs> committee. Put the tell the committee come tell me that. <laughs> okay. Tell the committee to come tell me I got to do it over the 24 hours. See, they put a 24 hours <laughs> so they can know how much money is coming in real quick. And, I, and that's it, smart. That's a, that's it is that's smart, but captive way. But you know, and it does help a great cause. I'm not. Don't let me. Because people can't hear sometimes, so they might disconnect the words I'm saying to the before they get to their ears. That oh, he's don't care about the cause. That's not even true at all. Right. Right. No. Uh, but no, that when I do it for sickle cell, I'm gonna see how many people. They dump ice on the head and gonna donate still. I think a lot of people would catch on with sickle cell, um, especially. Mm-hmm. I mean, especially like in a. Well, it's it's more popular for you to catch it. What in African American culture, right? Sickle cell is more. Italians frequently. have it too, but they want to call yeah. it something else. But go ahead. Yeah. But yeah, so I, I I mean I can see that um, taking its way as well. So. If you want to dump the bucket for sickle cell and no, or you, just but you can't dump the you can't do a, yeah you can't you can't really. change your body temperature like that for sickle cell yeah. you got sickle cell sickle cell trait so yeah and I know a lot of people who can't do it and I've been challenged like five times <laughs> one guy uh, <laughs> Oliver Miller he challenged about hundred people at one time wow he had a list reading a list like uh, Floyd Mayweather he was reading. <laughs> 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 Don't bring that up. <laughs> that was so cold. Who caught him out? Fifty Cent was the first one to call 50, him 50 out. Fifty called him Why out. Why did he do that? Because he can't. Because he couldn't. Because it was a <laughs> drop. He no, he couldn't read a drop on, on Power ninety five. He couldn't read a drop, and it was just hey, you had to take the drop about yeah. Hey, I'm Floyd Mayweather. Right. I Heart Radio. Right, right, right. And he, it it took him like he couldn't do it on the Breakfast Club. On the Breakfast Club. Oh, they like, caught him out. Charlemagne <laughs> got him good. Charlemagne, I can't believe he ain't got beat up again yet. Man, yeah. he ran from the beat up. He ran from, from well, getting beat up. It was up. three against one. Two against one. I, I can understand. It was two against one. It was three against one. Them boys had him surrounded. True. Well, you know, he, yeah, now he gonna have more because the money because he he called out Floyd or he 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 brought out the tape. Floyd is not say. a fighter. First of all, boxing. He's one of the greatest boxers ever. He's not a fighter. He's a boxer. Yeah. Floyd don't want to fight anybody in the He's street. He's a defensive fighter. Yeah. He's the best defensive fighter yeah, of all he, time. He put that shoulder on you. He like, do that shoulder. That's like <laughs> a dance. He's he just playing with you in the ring. And he, as he got older, he's got patience. What I want Floyd Mayweather, and this is sports, ladies and gentlemen, is to retire undefeated. Mm, I mean, I think he's going to do that. I think he's on his way to do no, that. No, man, you don't know. You stay out. And if, the good thing about it is he don't do anything crazy like drink or, right. or party. So he's um, not going to take no falls easily. No, not easily. Because he takes care of himself. He, like you say, he don't party. He don't 
drink and stuff at parties. When we watched, uh, when some of the best we thought would do that was Roy Jones and Mike Tyson. And at the, yeah. end, at the end of their career, you saw always saw them out in the club. Definitely. You saw them out taken for granted. Roy Jones would play a basketball game the same day he had a fight <laughs> and, and, and come and beat somebody up in the ring. I mean, it wasn't, you mean, it's, every puncher got a chance. But you played a full basketball game the day you had a fight. <laughs> and then, uh, who was it, Tolliver, who, it was a downhill Roy Jones right there. Yeah. Tolliver uh, got him a one. Roy Jones was knocked out, slobbing on, yeah. on the mat. End of his career. Well, no, not he, career, but. Yeah, undefeated. In, but that's yeah, why I want Roy Jones. Who's the only undefeated boxer? Uh, I think right now. It's just one, I think. I think it's, it's just Floyd Mayweather and. No, ever. Uh, it's oh, Floyd, ever? Rocky Marciano. Yeah, Rocky Marciano is the only one. And then um, Floyd. And Floyd. And, that's it. Unless you won one fight and you retire. Yeah, <laughs> and so Florida, he just. I think I mean he he he's gonna I think he's gonna do it. He's gonna retire um, after this last like, contract of fights that mm-hmm. he has. Oh, the list of, he has two or he three has, more. What, three more Showtime fights, right? Showtime is big business. They better than HBO. Oh yeah, definitely. Like the money yeah, they put the, HBO to, sh- to yeah, shame quick. The money they put out for he made thirty. It was either thirty or forty two million. On Showtime, and then he made like thirty something for the thirty million something for the fight. Yeah. He made like seventy two million just on, just for thirty nine minutes. Yeah, he signed that. So he put that seventy two million dollar check on Instagram as well. Seventy two million to, to send a shot back to Fifty Cent, saying, "Oh, oh I can read this." <laughs> and he don't even he's, he he, he don't this. he don't even work his Instagram or Twitter. He got somebody doing that. Yeah, but he put out read this. Yeah, he said read. He said I can read this money team and you yeah, know, boxing, hashtag, boxing, hashtag. boxing money is different from uh, rapper money. Oh no, no Ar- question. artist money, no question. Floyd can't touch Beyonce money though. I don't think anybody. Could. Did you see her performance last night on the VMAs? I don't watch TV like that. I don't either. I just came back from the game and flipped on TV and uh, seeing Beyonce performing. Man, and I was knocked out last night. I was in I silence. didn't see anything but my eyelids. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, no, how was the performance? Uh, it was great. Uh, people were saying, you know, it was probably the best performance of her lifetime. Like really? on stage at a performance, at a, you know, at an award, ceremony, award show, um, rather it's Grammys, VMAs. She did her thing. Um, she sung every song through her album, like a little clip of it. Um, yeah, the outfit she had on, I don't, I, I'm not going to go, she's a married woman. I can't go too far into it. She ain't married. They're just together. Her and Jay-Z. No, nah, Jay-Z, I mean, they, they bought the baby on stage. They bought Jay-Z. He came on stage. She gave them both love. And, you know, all the rumors, I think, were put to sleep. What rumors? That they were getting divorced? Yeah. You ain't been hearing the rumors? Man, they've been, they been going crazy. See, I ain't no big reality TV type guy. The only reality- I'm not either, but, I, you know, it just come across you so much mm. that you just, like, really, like, what is really going on here? Yeah. I, I, wish, I, didn't have to, I wish I didn't have a cell phone. I told you I want to go back to <laughs> pagers. No go pagers. I'm going to go page paperback. I want a page back. Probably do that with my phone anyway. But, um, and TV. Yeah, I don't want to. I don't TV. I, I don't want to drive anywhere anymore. I want to go. When I, <laughs> I promise you. And what I mean by that, I don't want to drive anywhere. I want to be in a neighborhood where I can walk to everything I need. Oh wow! That's like a mom and pop. You know, like a. It's not. Like, it's it's a community, and there's a difference between neighborhoods and communities. So yeah. I want to be in a community where everything is good. I agree with that. Yeah. Um, but no, I don't. I don't the only reality TV show I watch is uh, 
Real Husbands of Housewives, Hollywood, stuff like <laughs> that. But they make yeah. fun of reality TV shows. Yeah. Kevin Hart and those guys. That's the only one I watch. I yeah, watch that. I, I don't care about somebody else's life. And then, especially when, what was the first one that came out? Was it the Atlanta Housewives? Atlanta Housewives. And acting, or... like a, acting like fools up there. And, yeah. and then you want little girls to follow you? Exactly. It, I think it all started with that show, Desperate Housewives, where it was a, actually a scripted it a, show. It was a TV show. TV show, kind of like Husbands of Hollywood. They were making fun of. Well, that's the well California wise, and then yeah, that's the sports that we're gonna give you today. That's the sport, <laughs> Atlanta Housewives. Stay away sports. from, stay that's away from sport. reality television. <laughs> stay away from it. The sport is to see if you can ditch and dodge, <laughs> see if you can dodge reality TV show, exactly. and stop worrying about other people's business, take care of your own business. Um, unfortunately, though, we got to get out of here. It's Monday. We got Tuesday. Come back Tuesday and give you a better show. We're 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 going to talk reality TV show tomorrow. No, nah, definitely not. Kwame Lassie Sports Talk, Demery Lachey, the French name part of it, Lachey, and uh, Alex Clancy will be back tomorrow. Kwame Lassie Sports Talk, we'll be back. Thanks for tuning in this week. Join us every Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday at 12 noon Eastern Time, 9 a.m. Pacific Time for another edition of Kwame Lassiter Sports Talk on the Voice America Sports Network.